0: Welcome to the Seed Creative Podcast, the podcast where we discuss both video production and just life in general. The goal of this podcast is the same as the goal of our business, to make a difference in people's lives. Hello, this is George Edmondson, not with MotionVFX.com today, but with the Seed Creative Podcast, coming to you weekly From here at Seed Creative Studios, Nick Golden is my co-host. Hello, Nick. Hello. You sound so like
1: radio talk show host today. Yeah, I'm doing it on purpose.
0: All right. So today's topic, what do you do when you get in like a creative um, slump and You you can't figure out what kind of topic you might want for,
1: I don't know, say a podcast? It's funny if I knew what to do in that situation because you'd be doing it right now. I'll be doing it right now because I have no ideas. All right, so we are uh we're recording this podcast. We
0: literally just hit record with absolutely no idea about what we're going to talk about.
1: And if you haven't clicked away yet, I'm surprised. <laughs> no, you shouldn't click away yeah, because
0: I think that I think that this is actually an interesting thing to discuss because a lot of creative well, absolutely every creative person on the planet deals with what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you you have this amazing opportunity to create something, and then when you sit down and you're like, oh, I'm so excited, and you put pen to paper, and nothing happens.
1: Yeah, and it's a real shame for us today because we're all pumped about the technical side of this podcast today because we're, you know, if, if you notice anything different, tell we're us li- how it looks.
0: Yeah, we're live switching as opposed to editing and post. So we're editing
1: in on the fly right now. And so hopefully everything looks and sounds good. Tell us, tell us how it is. Tell us if you like it. I hope you do. Cause we're not going back. <laughs> so today's topic is honestly
0: discussing what we were dealing with three minutes ago. Yeah. What do you do whenever you are in a creative funk? And I'm going to give you one of the answers and, and this is, you know, it sounds really difficult, but it's actually not call your wife. No, call, <laughs> well, call my wife and she'll be like, yeah, do this. And then you're like, crap, that's a great idea. We'll have to do that next week because yeah. we don't have time to do it today. Um, no. So, uh, I actually had a meeting with a guy yesterday about this too, a little bit. The best thing to do whenever you don't know what to do is just do something. Hmm. And I have realized that that literally is the key to uh, to forward movement, to progression. Now, you might start to progress down the wrong path even, but it's it's crazy how it works and how I've done this for long enough to know that even though once you get started, it's almost like, just nature is just going to kind of shift you and mold everything that you're doing onto the path you were supposed to be on to Mm. begin with. And then it's like, Oh, this is working and it's smooth now. So today, what did, what did we do when we were like, we can't think
1: of what to do. We sat down and just started recording, which is basically literally what you're seeing is what happened.
0: What you're hearing is what happened. I was like, you know what? All right. Well, we're just, we're just going to do something. Yeah. And then on the fly, I was like, "What do you do when you when you don't know don't what to know do. what to do? Yeah. You just do something." I really admire Nike, actually. Oh yeah. Because I love their their slogan. Their saying is "Just, just do, do it. it." Like it's so simple and it's so true. When I started this company, it was literally i I was in that position. No idea. No idea what I was doing. No idea what I wanted to do. Really, I was like, I just want to do video, so I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna quit where I work, put a six month notice in, and then quit and just do something.
1: <coughs> Did Sorry. you? Have I you? Coughed. Uh, you coughed. Let's leave that in. We'll leave it. Well, we have to because it's baked in. Yeah, so. that's right. Uh, so, have are you familiar with like the Nike origin story? Because that's actually pretty interesting. No, I'm not. So I've listened to the audio book. Um, So, basically, um, like... Is that
0: C100 rolling? I don't see the red dot. Does does it have a red dot? I thought it did on top. Maybe uh, not. I mean... Gavin's going to check. The good news is
1: is we've been recording over there. As long as OBS is recording, we're good.
0: OBS is recording, right? Yeah. See, this is as we work technical difficulty. It is? Okay. Crap. Sorry. I guess we turned the red light off. I'm not cutting anything out.
1: Great in this podcast. Continue right, so, Nike origin story. I, can't, I do not I can't know remember it. his name. I can't, I can't,
0: it, John Nike Phil Knight, maybe. Something oh, his like.
1: name was Nike no or Nike. Phil Knight or oh. Knight. I can't remember his okay. name. Anyway, when he had this great idea for, I might get it wrong, but like this is the general story. Um, he had this great idea for making shoes, obviously, and he tried, it was kind of like a Thomas Edison situation where he tried like thousands of thousands of options and, you know, they were melting like as runners were running or they were getting stuck to the ground, like just crazy stuff like that. And he tried over and over again until he got one to work. And that's kind of com- where he came up with the slogan, just do it because he was just doing it. He was like, all right, well, that didn't work. Let's just make another shoe. Yep. Let's make another, use another combination of rubber and whatever else. And he didn't give up. No. Like yeah. And yeah. now he's crazy, you know, rich and famous. And is he still and, alive?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, Nike's not that old. I well, I yeah, so. I guess you're right because in the Let's Michael Jordan up. documentaries,
0: I saw him talk about how Nike was like an underling to like Reebok and uh, Converse and stuff like that.
1: I nailed it. His name is Phil. Phil Knight. Knight.
0: Good job, man. He does know what he's talking about. Everyone.
1: It's his. It's his autobiography. So I should. I should have remembered for sure. But yeah. So. Um, I'll see what your Nike was founded, but they did the exact same thing. Um, they just just do it, just get it, yeah. up just
0: get it done.
1: And I, I like companies like that that like preach what they do. What's yeah. the term for that? Like they. They will always. They, walk they are the just walk. doing it. Yeah, they walk the walk with on with Nike shoes on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. this is not
0: sponsored by Nike. Oh,
1: it was founded in 1964. That's a little older than that. Oh, it was. is older than we yeah. thought.
0: Yeah, but it, still, they were still like not as big of a deal to like Reebok and Converse when Michael Jordan signed with them.
1: Oh, uh, it was a different company, and then in 1971 <gasps> is when it became Nike Incorporated. Got it. So, okay.
0: So. Cool. So when you're in a creative slump, what I have found the best thing to do is. I'll still com- I would still come to the office, or I would still go in my office at the house, right? And I would just sit there, and I would say, "Well, I have to do something creative." And so I would edit vlogs, or I would I would you know obviously start emailing clients or companies and try to get meetings set up and stuff like that. Or I would just sit on Facebook, and especially this is when you know, when I started, Facebook was like kind of the social media. There wasn't really, not really anything else that you could Mm -hmm. message people on, um, like, and get immediate responses. And so I would literally sit there and I would just kind of look on the list of all my friends that were online at the moment and just strike up a conversation and then just say, well, look, you know, I'm starting this business. Um, This is what I do. Do you like, where do you work again? You know, things like that. Hey, who would I talk to if if someone were to make a decision on like getting a video? I just want to meet with them. I just want to see if there's anything there. And, you know, it would turn into things where it would turn into, well, I don't, but my uncle works for this person or whatever. And that would literally generate leads and sales. And I would just kind of follow. So in that moment, again, I needed to do something. I was in a creative slump. I was like, well, I'm just... I'm just going to figure – I'm just going to message people or I'm just going to make vlogs or whatever.
1: Just just do something. When did the business, like, reach a point to where, like, how long has it been since you've really had to, like, make a sales call? Like, obviously now – Since I've
0: had to or since I've done it because there's a difference?
1: Um, since you've had – like, if you didn't – the question I'm asking is how long has it been to where enough clients were calling that you didn't have to?
0: It's probably been about three years. Wow. Since I've longer than I thought since I've
1: like had to.
0: Um the the thing is though, is like I really like sales. Yeah. They're fun. To me, um, I don't know. I'm, like, weird. I get, like, a rush. I'm, like, yeah, like, I got a sale. And then I'm, like, oh, crap. Like, we've got so much going on. I should not have done that. You go, that. like,
1: Wolf of Wall Street mode? Or uh,
0: like, I, I've not, I've still not seen that movie, but I really want to. I don't think you'll like it.
1: Really? I watched it the other day, and this is something that you probably would have never expected to come out of. It was way more vulgar than I was expecting. Mm, yeah. It was... I don't, I mean, yeah. It's the dirtiest movie, the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that sucks. Yeah.
0: Uh, No, I did not know that. I mean, I don't care about some stuff, but like when it's like,
1: it's kind of over the top. Okay. Like not, like it didn't make me, like uncomfortable is not the right word. I was just kind of like, dang. Like
0: almost unnecessary.
1: Yeah, I would say, I think I got the point soon enough. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Do you know anything about it?
0: Not really. Okay. I've seen the one clip where the Jonah Hill walks up and like, how much money do you make? I'll quit right now. And then he just quits. I've seen that one oh, clip. Okay. That's I all don't I've want seen. to anything. <clears throat> Alright, so um, yeah, since, since I've had to make a sale, you know, two and a half, three years ago, since I've wanted to, or I mean, like since I've done it, I don't know,
1: two months ago, <laughs> three uh, months ago. And do you like doing it because it is like part of the creative process of oh, I get to start a new a new thing or it's a new client or a new project, a different thing that we get to do.
0: So, okay, so I guess I need to back up and redefine had to versus need to and all that stuff. So last week we talked about goals. So in that sense, I have to make additional sales right. if I'm going to reach those goals. Mm-hmm. Now, we can pay our bills and everything without me doing that. Mm-hmm. So... That's another reason why I'm motivated to continue doing it and continue making sales um, just because we have those aggressive goals and without them, uh, you know, we're not going to reach them. And so there's that. But then... Also it is I mean I'm going to go back to that it's just fun to right. me like mm-hmm. I, I genuinely enjoy it and I enjoy like meeting new people and creating relationships and talking to folks like you never know where it could lead you know what I mean and so that's another thing that I really just enjoy about it genuinely
1: Well and that and your role is kind of changing not like like um what you're selling is Changed a lot. I feel oh yeah, like, too. especially
0: lately. So, for instance, we do not have to book video podcast clients. Mm-mm. We don't have to. No, we're good. We're we're good with what we're doing. But I want to because it's fun. Yeah, it's like it's this is different. It's fun, and I think that we're filling a need that people did not think could be filled at the quality level and easiness level that we are going to do for them.
1: I mean, the calls are like coming in as
0: they're coming in and we're not, and we're not, that's the other crazy thing is I'm not cold selling and they're not cold calling. People are literally calling us and saying, Hey, we heard, we saw your video or we heard that you're going to be doing this. When is it going to be open? Can we get more information? People that I have no idea who they are, where they came from companies that I've never heard of
1: before and and yeah so it's pretty awesome yeah and it's all and it's crazy how many people are interested just within like a 10 minute radius of yep. here, even yep. because it's just like it's such a format that people are interested in so i mean I, anyway so what i was kind of getting at with um you you're like sales changing some is i think it's heading towards like big picture kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And like um inst- for instance like what we talked about um last week which is we talked about building a sound stage and I you know that is a form of salesmanship in a way because you're going to have to a like you know I don't know this is not really sales but like get the space and like figure out all the financials for the space but then also you will have to then sell it to people. Absolutely. And it, and with for this kind of thing when you reach that point it does we're hoping it's going to
0: sell itself and that's what we've yeah the studio has been kind of selling itself the the podcast idea and stuff has been selling itself that's the great thing about it so yeah and and i think um (coughs) sorry y'all i'm just coughing a lot
1: i know i told you that it's this dang weather yeah it happens to me too but anyway i like i think i was talking to uh jacob yesterday about this like it's interesting to see the like shift and work that we've done just in the time that I've been here to where like the projects just keep getting bigger. Like we did like, uh, hold on. Like we did like visit Tuscaloosa like a year ago. Is it just a year ago? Mm -hmm. Really? It feels like it was longer than that. Well, okay. So we did visit Tuscaloosa. It was fall. Like, so it was over a year. A little over a year. Yeah. Okay. It has not been two years. Okay. Um, that's why it feels longer. Anyway, so we did that, and that felt like the biggest thing. Like it felt so huge, and now we're moving to do these like some documentary stuff with some people that we're talking to, and it's like that. It's not small, but like it feels like a stepping stone on absolutely, the way. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, as they should, and as I would hope, and even so, back to the podcast thing because we're just really excited about it even though those are going to be small like things people come in and out they make one they leave whatever in the totality of it all we feel that this is a big big deal for our company yeah I agree. offering this service in in a dedicated space um, and streamlining the process yeah is. It's going to be huge. I mean, we can already tell just from the people
1: that are, are inquiring about it. And when we post a picture of Completed Studio. Completed Studio. And we have explode. a few examples because yeah. we've already
0: got people interested. We've got examples of us. We've got examples of our new clients that we've, like, literally just paid the deposit yesterday. Someone did. And she is – can I just say this? So it's Mildred Black. She is – Probably one of the smartest people I've ever met. Like that, you she can just him, yeah, you can just tell when you start talking to her for like five minutes. Yeah, you're like this woman's on another level,
1: dude. And she's also got the energy for it too. She's got
0: the energy. She's got the look. She's got the smile. She's excited, and so that's the other thing that we know if someone is willing to want to be on a video podcast, they're already going to be outgoing and it's going to make our job easier. It's probably not going to be some stuffy, boring person that is shy in front of the camera. It's like they're signing up for this. They know what they're getting into, like her. And she's like, I'm ready. Let's go. Like, let's get this going. I'm so excited. I've got all these other ideas after that. Those are the kind of people we want to work with it because that's how we are. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? We're like, oh, yeah. Well, if we do the podcast, then we can also do this and this set and whatever. And that's exactly how she was. Are you good at chess? I'm okay at chess. Okay. I I, I understand enough how it works. I love chess. Yeah.
0: And I look at life and I look at running this business almost like a chess game. You're looking like six, seven moves ahead. Right. And it's like, so if I do this, this will happen. And I have to react to that. Right. And then this will happen. So I'm going to react to this. If I do this, you you know what I mean? Like it, it just, I love chess, man. I was the freaking high, literally the chess team captain at I didn't know, high school i learned something new about you I really know that. i had no idea so i was the quote captain of the skateboarding club or president of the skateboarding club and i was also the captain of the chess team wow in like seventh grade
1: i did not know that yeah
0: dude i love chess and what was funny too i remember the only tournament we ever did um i don't know why we only ever booked one because there i guess there wasn't a lot of demand for that mm-hmm. but um we sat down, and if you know about chess, you'll know what I'm talking about. So we sat down, and everyone's looking over at us because they know that I'm the captain, and they paired paired us up, paired me up with the best player uh. on like for the first round. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and they're like, "All right, you know, start," and we start playing, and I beat him in 30 seconds. What? And he, I said, che- uh, checkmate and the whole room look there's like 15 20 people in there they all look like and the little you know moderator walks over and looks and they're like yeah you
1: know like he was won was it like 30 seconds of actual real lifetime or is it 30, 30 seconds, seconds of, life of like, for the like timer? if
0: you started if you start counting now within 30 seconds i beat him what and um and he got up and he flipped the chessboard over and stormed out and everyone was like that was our best player that was our best player all this crazy stuff and so what it is it's called the four man cross or it's also known as the blitzkrieg mm-hmm. and you can beat someone in chess in four moves it's to my knowledge it's the fastest way you can defeat someone in chess i could be wrong but i believe it's four moves Um, that I know that it's four moves that I I don't know if there's any faster way to beat someone. There might be, but, um, I knew that and I did it. And then someone looked at me and goes, did you do the blitzkrieg? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, ah, that gets him every time. No one ever thinks that they're going to start off that way, man, because they think he's so good. He's going to know about it. Uh, and so I did it and it worked, but then what's funny is I played like two or three more people in law, uh, or I, and one, and then like some other guy just got me. I don't, you know, cause at the end of the day, like even though I was the captain, I, I honestly was not the best on the team. The best on the team was a guy named Kendall. And I think he ended up winning. Uh, uh so we won. I think he did. But, um, anyway, he, he moves really slowly. And I'm kind of like, when I'm playing chess, I'm like, I move pretty quickly, which is weird because that's total the opposite, total of conflict, yeah, and in total conflict of how we actually do run our company, which is really slow. So maybe I would have won those other guys if I would have slowed down a little bit. I don't know, but um, anyway, I love chess, and so that's that's kind of the story there. I'm glad that you learned something new. That's fun.
1: Um, I think another not to just use another metaphor, but I think this is good too. Um, is I think what Mildred Black has and a lot of other people do and you have it is like, you know, a lot of people see point A and point B and they, they, um, and a good example of this is like in marching band, you have two pictures that you want to make, you know, you have set one and set two and you set, set one and you set, set two. Okay. And you start in set one and then you, you walk over and set, set two and what makes a marching band great is not the ability to perfectly get set one and set two. It's how they transition from set one to set two. That's what's impressive because most marching bands, or at least when you start comparing good marching bands, most will hit their sets, but how they get there, some people, everybody has to take the same amount of steps and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And, um, that's kind of how people that like her, um, Can see that she wants to get to set two, but she she knows how to go through the motions to get there without just trying to jump. Yeah, the most effective way. And um, another thing is like in marching band, you want to take equal size steps in between each of the two sets. Mm. So and she knows like she needs to go little by little and get there and take and take time to get there. And she's not rushing to do the next project. And that's kind of how we're we are too. So like when we say we we operate i forget what you just like slowly like we we take our time with stuff it's not because we don't want to get there it's we want to not jump the gun yeah, yeah yeah
0: and i do i guess i need to clarify so i make i make business decisions very slowly mm-hmm. like every decision about everything is slow pace. One of the things that we do try to do, however, is find the best and most effective, optimized, efficient way of working with our clients. And so it's like we work really quickly because we have taken the time to set up a process, kind of like what you're saying with marching band you don't walk out there and you're like all right guys we got one hour let's figure it out and then you do it and you do it really quickly but it looks like crap yeah what you do is you take your time you figure out the process you figure out the steps you're going to take it takes long long periods of time but then once it comes down to the final product you do it really quickly and really well and you also repeat the process a lot exactly of times over and yeah. over and over yeah so um This, I mean, obviously this podcast has taken many twists and turns, but guess what? We've been talking for, I don't know, a pretty good while. Yeah. And the whole deal was when we sat down, we had no idea what we were going to talk about. We are
1: good at just throwing stuff at the wall. And we just
0: said, you know what? If you don't know what to do, just do something. Just do something. I don't know what it's going to be. I had a meeting with a guy yesterday. He's like kind of wanting to start this new business. And he's like, I don't really know. I I feel like I have to quit my job to do it and all this. I was like, dude. You do not have to quit your job. I, and and I challenged him. I said, I want you to spend 15 minutes a day just doing something toward this new business idea. Whether it's writing bullet points down of the goals that you want to achieve. If it's uh, creating titles for the vi- – because obviously we're talking about videos. Creating titles for the videos. Like not even the content in it, just the title because even just that title is enough of a spark. It's enough of a seed to be put in and it's going to turn into something fruitful.
1: Yeah, like a, a really good example of that is you know, uh, sometimes we start on projects and they become bigger than what they originally were going to. Like you did this documentary. I knew,
0: I started smiling when you did that. It because we, I knew where you
1: were going. You did, you did this documentary where you initially were going to, it was going to be a little smaller, right. but you put in extra work because you saw the vision for it yeah. more than you were contracted for and paid for. And they ended up paying you more later, but yeah. you did it because of the creative process and what you wanted to do. So. And yeah. what
0: happened with that documentary? Something.
1: We. W- oh, uh, I just got a text we heard a ping and that was very weird. All right, I, they've already asked me this. Sorry guys. I think I'm pretty sure, not 100% sure, but I think it won an Emmy. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Also, we forgot it Dude, last I'm episode. so mad.
0: You're going to have to just plug it in. I should just I'll just put it Because on it's not out yet. So he could go in there and literally just like use your phone and go, "Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know um we actually did this documentary and we won an Emmy." All right, bye. <laughs> Or be like, all right, I got it in. Bye. Just do it with your phone and plug it in there.
1: I mean, I could also just do it sitting right here in the middle of, <laughs> I should say, this just is say for last Just say hello from episode. the future. Hello from the future. I forgot, we forgot to say that we had a documentary that won an Emmy and that's in every episode. So now it's in you know. It's a little Easter egg goodbye. that we hope for all
0: of you. All right, goodbye.
1: And that's going to be in this episode too. So that way someone knows when we record it. Oh my gosh. It. It's wow. Super meta. That's incredible.
0: Metaverse? Meta, yeah. So you want to talk about the Metaverse? No. no. It's, I, are you a fan of the Metaverse? I'm a fan of the opportunities it can give Seed Creative. Define the opportunities it could give Seed Creative. Making video to put in the Metaverse.
1: But, like, it's just so we Like, we would have to make VR.
0: No, we wouldn't. Number one, no, we wouldn't. Number two, we can. We know how. Well, yeah, yeah. I well, just, we don't know how. We know how to do 360. Hey, we can buy that cool Canon lens. Yeah. Yeah. That was, So that is for... Um, yeah, that is for v- VR? Uh, VR? Yeah, that is for VR. Gavin's No, no, it's not. This. It's for stereoscopic three D. Thank you, boom. I'm smart. Yeah. 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 Do what? It's also
1: one hundred
0: and eighty degrees
1: VR. So Gavin no, it's said not. it's one hundred and eighty degrees. It's not
0: 180 degrees. No, It's for stereoscopic VR. I just realized it's need- literally just two uh two fish islands. I
1: just realized that we need to do an episode where Gavin talks about his TikTok career.
0: Yeah, we should.
1: Yeah. TikToker. Gavin is famous.
0: Gavin is more famous than any of us. That but, is definitely true. Like literally. Well <laughs> Yeah, I think he is.
1: Yeah. No, I think so. Yeah. Gavin, what what video has the most views? I get a million yet? Not yet. I've got one
0: around
1: six hundred and fifty. Six hundred and fifty. How many 000. like followers do you have? Uh, last time I checked it was at twenty four point seven thousand <laughs> He said twenty four point seven thousand followers. Kevin has 25 which is a lot. I mean, I know crazy. that some people
0: are like, well, they have 169 million followers, but it's like, yeah, but I don't have that many followers. But also Do you?
1: no, and also percentage of that community that he this that It's he's a in. very niche community. Yeah, he and so like that's the, the, the whole good community.
0: Thing. Yeah, like he has a he is a concentrated like and this is something we've talked about too, I think on other podcasts, but it's a very concentrated like, the people that are following him genuinely care about the content versus grandmas and, and like,
1: random bots and people. You and, know what I mean? And how it started was was just him doing stuff. Like, he was just – he just – it's, like, exactly what we were just talking about. He just did it. He just was like, oh, I'm going to film me playing this game for fun and put it on and TikTok because that will be funny. Yep. And next thing you know or, – or, like – what he does with all his renders and stuff in Blender, which by the way, I haven't seen you, you, you got anything new. Aren't you gonna?
0: Seen. You're gonna be doing something for this new video, aren't you? Yeah. The weight thing, yeah. So Gavin officially is about to do his first Blender stuff for pay for Seed Creative. I told him like several months ago. I was like, if you want to get serious with this Blender stuff, like look at ways that you can learn that will actually add value to what we do and here we go uh nicholas coker yesterday was like hey could you do this like could you model this or what find models or whatever and like put it in 3d three and 360 and all that good stuff I'm i don't so glad, it. but gavin's like oh yeah that's easy oh yeah that's easy no no problem
1: i'm so glad like they know how to do that because, I like, I understand enough to, like, do something super basic. So, we can get,
0: like, real obvious here. Like, what he's going to do possibly, I don't know, we could possibly do with MO2. Yes. For motion Yes,
1: yeah. And that's something that we would, that's how we would that's do That's how we would do yeah. it.
0: But what he's going to do is probably going to be better. Because I would, ha- like, Gavin, are you going to model them out? Or are you going to, like, find, like, high quality models Yeah. So the thing about Gavin, too, though, is like he knows all the ins and outs of how to make things like photorealistic. Yeah. And I don't know how to do that. I'm sure MO2 yeah. can do it. I just don't know how.
1: And they, and they <laughs> I'm know not that smart. They're both, yeah. They're both like, I don't know. I'm just so glad that they do that. And I also think, like, there's just so many new things. I think this is interesting to talk about, too. There's so many new things that Seed is doing right now. I feel like, like the podcast is A still ton. new. Um, I mean, there's animation that, Coker did, um, which we're going to talk about on a future episode, which is he did the South park animation, which we kind of already talked about, but he did it for, um, an event that's coming up. Um, and now they're, you know, they're adding stuff in blender and all this crazy stuff. And it's just like, Whoa, like it's, it's like, we're doing client documentary podcast. Should we also talk about
0: the fact that motion VFX has ordered a podcast from us? Yeah. Also motion VFX. And it's like a a totally different separate thing. Like where we're gonna do a one video podcast a month, and you'll be the host, right? I'll be the host. Yeah, that's so, the current plan. I yeah. mean, things can change, but we're gonna we're gonna try it out. We're gonna do like one or two episodes, see what people like, and if they like it, we'll do more. Is it gonna be video or? Just, yeah, or, and, it'll be this, it'll but be me doing like a Zoom call. But one of the one of the contingencies that I put it well, and it's like a loose contingency, but it's like a hey, we really wanna push and try to work with these people and have them record locally and yeah. then send it to us. Uh, or actually, well, we talked about it and actually we will send the content. They will send their content to motion VFX and they'll just do the editing. Right. So it's going to like take it off. Cause I explained like we're really busy and we like, we already are doing a lot for motion VFX and we were like, well, let's figure out a way to work together and we'll make it like good and easy for all of us. So the current plan is, We'll record the content. They'll record the content locally.
1: We send it to Motion VFX, and they edit it. And you can just park in our podcast studio yeah. when it happens. That's it. Yeah. Hey, this is a great podcast. This was a great podcast. I'm really excited. It started rough. I'm glad you made it through. Thank you for watching the whole thing. Good job. Yeah. Good
0: job. This is this. What you just saw is literally the product of us sitting down with no plan. Yeah. And we just start we just do it and now we have a a good podcast that i think was valuable information
1: and now we're ready to actually record a podcast oh we've been recording this whole time i I hope so Uh gavin's been over there switching gavin's just pressing buttons i'm paying him to just switch buttons
0: hey watch this because we're switching this live gavin go oh gavin come back did you fade to black (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want you to like switch all the cameras really fast. Go. Ah! Oh my gosh. Oh, this is crazy. Oh yeah. If you're not watching the video, this is going to sound really weird. All right. Did he fade to black? He faded the black that he came. I'm back. leaving it in. That's okay. funny. That is funny. Yeah, we're just trying this new thing out. I think it's going to work, but all those cuts, all those edits, that was real time, buddy.
1: No, that, I, I had to sit for hours meticulously <laughs> going B, 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 B. Well, no, I do one, two, three, one, two, three, one. If it's multi cam.
0: Okay. All right. You know what? We're done. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye. This podcast was produced by Nick Golden with executive producer George Edmondson, edited by Nick Golden and Gavin Manning. Be sure to subscribe, drop a like and a comment. Tune in every Monday for brand new podcast content, and we'll see you on the next one.